Welcome to the Want to Learn Podcast. I'm your host, Francis Tapon. This time, we're going to be talking all about Czechia. That is the short form name of the Czech Republic. I can't stand the name the Czech Republic, just like I can't stand, stand the name the French Republic or the People's Republic of China or the Russian Federation. I mean, these are long words. We have short names, Russia, China, France. So Czechia, that's why we're going to talk about this to kind of spread the word. It's been 10 years I've been evangelizing this. And today I have two guests. I have one is the honorary council of the Czech Republic or Czechia to the Swiss Federation. His name is Václav Sulica and a professor from the University of Omaha, Nebraska in geography. He is Peter Pavlinek. And together we talk about the origin of Czechia and the struggle that they have had to get people to change how they call the wonderful country that's in the middle of Europe called Czechia. But before we get into that conversation, let's have a quick word from one of our sponsors. This Wander Learn episode is brought to you by Sawyer, those guys who make those incredibly good water filters. They have not just made great water filters, but they've actually donated over a million of those filters to over 20 countries around the world. And here's the thing that a lot of people don't think about. When you filter water, you're saving trees. You might scratch your head and say, what? What does that mean? Well, think about it. In a lot of low-income countries, they chop down trees to boil water because their water is not potable. It's not healthy or drinkable. So they got to boil it. I saw it all over Africa. And they are chopping down so many trees and it's especially dangerous around the Sahel, which is the southern part of the Sahara. And we need that tree chopping to stop. And one of the best ways is to hand Africans some filters. And once they realize the power of that and that they don't have to go and lug and cut trees down, that will help change the world and help lower deforestation and lower the and improve their lives. Their filters last over 10 years, and they also reduce diarrhea up to 90%. By December 20th, Liberia will be the first low-income country to have clean water from border to border. And that is thanks to Sawyer. So go to Sawyer and check out their products and help them out, because by helping them out, you're helping out other people get clean water as well. Welcome to the Wonder Learn Podcast. I'm your host, Frantz Tapon. I'm here with Peter and Václav. And they are both Czechia experts. So let's uh, welcome you both and give a brief introduction to both of you, please. Peter, we'll start with you. Yes. Uh, so I'm a professor of geography um, at the University of Nebraska at Omaha and also at Charles University in Prague, Czechia. And I am an economic geographer. So my interest in uh, Czechia is kind of both professional, but also personal. Hi guys, I'm chemist by education. We studied with Peter together and uh, I'm living in Switzerland since 30 years and born in Czechia 1963. And my interest in the short name comes from my own neglecting the Swiss short name Czechia, which I outragely hated when I heard it first, 1993. So I've been through this, through this leap of neglecting something new to me. It's a good segue because that's exactly what we want to talk about, is the shortening of the name of the Czech Republic to Czechia and to kind of 
the hope of this podcast is to kind of make an educational campaign to those people who've never heard of this change, who hate it, uh, maybe who love it and need to try to explain why they like it. Um, just basically to understand uh, the the reason why there's this change. So let's start with 101. Um, now, the Czech Republic is a country that was created after the velvet divorce of the of Czechoslovakia. So let's, uh, Peter, would you want to briefly, briefly run through the the creation of Czechia and and why it was called the Czech Republic in the first place? How about that? Well, uh, the vast majority of countries have two names, formal names and short or geographic names. And uh, these names are basically used in different situations. So uh, in the case of Czechia, the formal name is the Czech Republic. And also in 1993, a short name or geographic name, Czechia, was nationally standardized. So the Czech Republic had its short name standardized nationally since the very beginning of the country's existence in 1993. Tell us, Václav, in Sw- when you were in Switzerland about the shortening of the word and, and it, you said it irritated you. Explain that story. Yeah, first of all, I would like to correct the statement. It's not a change, just the short name was uh, registered. So the Czechia is not here to replace the Czech Republic. This stays as a formal name, no passport change and nothing such needed. For me, Czechoslovakia was my home. And I came to Switzerland 1990 and Czechoslovakia fell apart 1993 and I had no time to study at those times. I was building my career up, had small children. I had no time to study all those arguing between the Czechs and Slovaks and suddenly I heard the home, my homeland disappeared and now it's called Czechie. And for me, it sounds like Asia, which means Asia in Czech, and I really hated it. My Swiss wife told me it's completely normal. It's like Italia, Italy. It's completely normal name. No, I never will gonna say this. It sounds like uh, Asian country, Czechish Republic, which is German Czech Republic. This is the proper name. So this was my statement, 1993. And... I have heard it around me constantly all the time. Suddenly I got used to the term Czechia, which is Czechia in Swiss German. And suddenly I realized I'm using it myself. So this is the story about it. Originally, you were in the camp of wanting to have the long form name. And what about you, Peter? Uh, were you instantly uh, attracted to Czechia as a name? Or did you, were you also someone who kind of subscribed to the long form name and only wanted the long form name? Well, for a long time, I didn't really know or thought of Czechia as a short name. So I have used the Czech Republic in all my academic writings and articles. And then in the early 2000s, maybe it was 2002, maybe 2003, I was passing by a colleague at Charles University And in two sentences, he mentioned something about my publications. But he said, well, your publications are great, but there is just this one thing. And I said, what thing? Well, you are using the Czech Republic. And I said, so what else should I be using? I haven't really thought about it. And he said, well, of course, Czechia. So I stopped for five seconds. I thought about it. And it suddenly occurred to me that basically that's really what I should be using in order to be consistent with the usage of short country names for all other countries. 
I have been talking about in my publications. So that's, you know, that was it. It was like a five second uh, encounter uh, with a colleague of mine and I was instantly converted. Interesting. So that's the whole point of this podcast also is that people might have that epiphany by listening to the three of us talk about the name because a lot of people I think just don't spend much time talking about it uh, or thinking about it, uh, especially if you're not from Czechia. So now Prague is the capital and it's, in my opinion, perhaps the most beautiful capital in or most beautiful city in Europe and certainly in the world. And I think in some ways our discussion is kind of strange because if you ask, for example, the typical American, they have, they could not care less about what people in France call their country, the United States, you know, les États-Unis, or, you know, <laughs> nobody cares what it's called. And, and for example, I have no idea what the Czechs call the United States. What, what's the name of our country for the Czechs? Spojené státy americké. And do you have a short? And you have a short version, uh, Václav? USA or America? Whew. See, and so you don't have Americans debating about what the Czechs call our country, right? Nobody cares what. The, I mean, as long as the Czechs are not calling us country of assholes or you know something like that. I mean, it's, they're not calling us in any offensive name. We really don't care what other countries decide to call our country, as long as it's not offensive. And, and, and bad. And so what I find in some ways very interesting about this whole thing is that the Czechs actually really do care a lot about how English speakers call their name, which of course is understandable because English is kind of uh, the world tongue at the moment. Um, but do you guys ever reflect on that kind of uh, fact that here we are, you're not fighting about whether what to call your name in your language. <laughs> you're fighting what to call your country in another language. <laughs> I think it is strange, but maybe um, it is also understandable. And it is because uh, there basically has been also and still is an ongoing discussion about the usage of the short country name in Czech. And so I think this discussion in Czech uh, about the usage of the short country name has kind of translated also into the discussion about the usage of the short name in English. That's fascinating because I didn't know that. I thought there was fundamental agreement among the Czechs themselves about what the short country name should be for their country, which is, my understanding, Česko. That's correct. Unfortunately, the Czech president, Václav Havel, didn't like the short name for the simple reason that he was simply missing, as most of us do until today, the Slovensko. So the Czech, Czechoslovakia meets in Czech, Czechoslovensko. People are missing the Slovakian part in the name of the state, so they push the Republic instead to have a, like a noble, long-sounding name. This is the main reason, it's emotional reason. You are missing something to me. Česko sounded a long time like an amputated leg. I was still missing something there. So that's why I I was telling it in the beginning, Czech Republic, constantly. Peter, your, your your country is amputated in that sense that Czechoslovakia is amputated. I mean, right? So why shouldn't the name be amputated too? <laughs> it's the personal feeling of Czech speakers that it is amputated. But in reality, 
the name in Czech, short name Česko, is basically a standard form of how country names are created um, and used in the Czech language. So actually, at the beginning of Czechoslovakia, there was a hyphen between two uh, kind of uh, country names or two parts of the country names, Česko hyphen Slovensko. And in English, it should have been Czechia hyphen Slovakia. But then uh, the hyphen uh, was removed and it became Česko-Slovensko in Czech and Czechoslovakia in English. So I think this is the main source of this debate and the fact that some Czechs basically feel that uh, Česko um, is some kind of updated name and also that Czechia is not a proper short name in English. Explain to me a little bit more about that, Václav. Like when you say that this amputation that some of the Czechs feel, because I guess maybe that is the crux of the problem, potentially. I thought it was the fact that they're very proud of being a republic. I think both. I will cite our our colleague Vladimir Hirsch from our Civic Initiative, who has written a series of articles about it. And one of those is explaining this this. The article is called Attempt of Analysis of the Resistance Against the Short Name. And they are, it's twofold. The the part... Ah, I'm lost now. Can we cut this off somehow? We can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, <laughs> sure, sure. So, P- Peter, help me. I'm just, I'm so full with this Czechian nonsense that I cannot sell, sell it now on the spot. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> so they are, it's, it's, it's twofold. Czechoslovakia was mainly a Czech project driven by Czechs and Slovaks have been just coming along hmm? because you needed to build up a new state in which the Slavic element has majority as there has been more ethnical Germans than Slovak in the Czechoslovakia. So this is the this is the reason, and the French call it the cordon sanitaire de Czechoslovakia. Uh, for them, it was like a buffer state. There, this was it. So, this was this was the this was the reason. So it was a Czech project, and so Slovak jumped off every time they could in the Second World War, you know, and after 1993 already. So Czechs for them it was a they've been feeling like Czechoslovaks mainly, and the Slovaks has been feeling like Slovaks mainly. Would you like to add on it, Peter? Well, yeah, the point is that uh, the Czechs really identified themselves with the country of Czechoslovakia and uh, with its uh, name, Czechoslovakia, which can't really be said about the Slovaks, as Václav pointed out. So suddenly, when Czechoslovakia disappeared as a country and Uh, two independent countries were created, the Czechs had really difficult time to identify themselves with this new, smaller country. And also because of, um, you know, the disappearance of the name Czechoslovakia, they had a hard time to identify with the uh, short country name, which basically in Czech was sounding exactly as the first part of the country name Česko-Slovensko, Čeko-Slovakia. So I think that's why they found it also uh, linguistically um, uh, 
unappealing and they basically, many of them rejected it and didn't like it because they were not used to it. And it is fair to say that this discussion about the short name in Czech Chesko uh, has been going on um, since maybe, you know, the 1930s or maybe 40s or 1950s. So it was not that this discussion suddenly appeared after 1993. Let me try to understand the psychology of the Czech in like, what is their problem with this? Like, what would you, what would be your message to them? Because it seems to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, that foreigners or English speakers, let's just say, are happy to call your country whatever the hell you want to call it. And we're like, you want to call it Czechia? Great. You want to call it the Czech, Czech Republic? Fine. It's kind of longer, but and it's kind of a pain in the ass, but we'll do it for you. You know, so there's, there's the, you know, like the Gambia wants to be called the Gambia, for God's sakes. I mean, why the Gambia? Why can't I just call it Gambia? But that's what they're asking. So we kind of comply. The Netherlands. God, what a mouthful is that? Um, so, uh, but so... I don't think the resistance is coming from the English speakers. They were like, tell us what to call your name. We'll call it that. Just like in Peking became Beijing when St. Petersburg, sorry, uh, when uh, Leningrad became St. Petersburg, they told us to change the name. Don't call it Leningrad anymore. Call it St. Petersburg. Okay. All right. Fine. I'll call it St. Petersburg. If that's what you want, you know? So that these things so am i correct to say that and then if if it's true then what is the resistance why are they why are they so passionate about this issue about saying resisting this thing all the way from your president sometimes to the common person selling uh tomatoes on the street i think you have started already why they are proud of the word republic and this is the second emotional reason for me first is the missing of slovakia and second is the word republic as for the most of Czechs, the word republic has a very, very positive spin due to the first successful first republic called 1918 to 1938, which Czechoslovakia for sure was a democratic island in the middle of fascist regime in Europe and economically pretty successful. That's one of the reasons that the word republic has a positive spin for the Czechs. I think that the main issue is, first of all, uh, not being used to uh, the short name. So it is something new and all we, you know, we all know that old habits die hard. So that's one thing. The second one is what you know, I would call the hegemonic discourse. Basically, uh, the short name being rejected by the first president of independent Czechia saying that basically it is unacceptable and the um, consequently uh, the politicians in Czechia started to use or all of them used only the formal name in Czech uh, the Czech Republic and also of course um, in English so in terms of the media uh, in terms of basically the press, uh, education, the you know, Czechs basically only heard the long formal name their entire lives. That's what they are used to it. So for them, 
the short name is something new, weird, unacceptable. And for example, I know that English teachers in Prague or in Czechia basically argue that Czechia is grammatically incorrect. Uh, they do not allow students to use it. And, you know, so it's not being used at school um, either in Czech or in English. But when, because when you're saying at school, because, and you're saying they've heard it all their lives, they've heard the Czech Republic all their lives. Uh, you're talking about some of the classes in Czechia are spoken in English, that are written in English, correct? Well, I'm saying that um, English are you, are you is now... Are comparing Czechia to Česko? Yeah, well, no. Um, English is now the most um, kind of uh, popular lang foreign language uh, to be taught and studied uh, in Czechia. So I'm talking about the English-speaking classes um, in terms of Czechia, but also, you know, um, classes in Czech language, so regular education, is not using the short name in the Czech language. They only use the formal name. So if you look at uh, textbooks for, you know, little kids, it all talks only about the Czech Republic in Czech. They never use Czechia. And of course, this then becomes ingrained in your brain. That's what you have learned. That's what you know. So anything else sounds weird and um, for some people simply unacceptable. So a classical statement in the, Czech, in the Czech school books, our homeland is called Česká republika. You don't find the term Česko nowhere. They describe all the other countries, our neighbors, Rakousko, Austria, Německo, Germany, Polsko, Poland, and Čes Česká republika all the time. You don't find the word Česko in Czech textbooks. Ah, I didn't know that. So that really is one of the problems, because if they use Česko all the time in their own language, in the Czech language, then people would be more probably accepting of another language shortening their name. Interesting. So this is your problem. Absolutely. It's <laughs> our homegrown problem, 100%. You don't find a Czech politician who tells you word Česko on TV. They probably, ah. they probably write it on their placards. They, uh, they write it on their heads, like Silné Česko, Strong Czechia. But in their daily life, they either call the country Czechy, which is Bohemia, which is wrong, or they call the country Česká republika. You, if you hear the word Česko from a mouth of a politician, politician, it's one promille, something like this. Wow. Okay. So now I've really been enlightened. Now I finally understand the fundamental <laughs> problem. I thought I had this idea that the Czechs were calling their country casually, constantly, Česko, Česko, Česko. And so I thought, okay, well, why do they get all upset if another language wants to shorten the name too? But now you, you, you hit the nail on the head. So, Peter, what do you think is going to have to happen? What do you predict is going to happen? And what do you think should happen? Well, um, I have to mention here that uh, the short name in Czech, Česko, uh, has been gaining acceptance. So it is now being used uh, by the media. Uh, it is also being used by many people. 
um, in, you know, in Czech. So it's not that it would not be used. So that's the first thing. The second uh, important point is that as Czechia in English is being um, increasingly accepted and used abroad, and I am talking about Google, uh, Google Maps, um, you know, Apple Maps. Uh, I'm using. Uh, I'm talking about all kinds of different, uh, you know, um, applications on the internet. I'm talking about the usage of Czechia by the European Union, uh, by the United Nations, and so on. So the Czechs um, will increasingly encounter the short name, and they will basically learn to see it and eventually to accept it. It's not that all Czechs reject the name Czechia, of course not. There are many Czechs that are already using it. But uh, my feeling is that the change in the perception of the usage of Czechia will come from abroad rather than being kind of a homegrown movement. So um, I, I'm convinced that Czechia will be used and in the future um, it will be basically the standard way how to call the country in English. This is an economic aspect as well. If you imagine that we have a own state since 27 years huh? and we have paid 1 billion Czech rounds, which is around 40 million US dollars for the destination marketing for the Czech Republic. And people still after 27 years better recognize in English speaking artists Czechoslovakia than the Czech Republic. For me, this is we are just burning our resources. We are putting money into something and now it's the classical sunk cost fallacy. We keep investing in something which doesn't work because we invested so much money into this. So if you take Croatia as, as an example, nobody knew Croatia before 1991. It was, the, it was Yugoslavia or Socialist Federative Republic of Yugoslavia, if we prefer the, the formal name. And Croatia is a now clear destination brand because it's short and snappy and easy to remember. The same way it's Czechia. We just need to get used to it. But our politicians and country marketing and everybody are still rejecting it and prefer the Czech Republic, even if all marketing experts telling them, please use Czechia. They just don't listen. Well, I hope everybody else is listening here to this. And this is going to conclude the video portion of this. To hear the rest of our conversation, listen to the podcast, the audio-only version of the podcast at wanderlearn.com. Thank you both. And uh, we'll, I'll see you on the other side, on the audio side. Let's take a 60-second break to thank one of our sponsors, icelab.co. This is the best time to move to the mountain town of your dreams. COVID-19 has changed how the world does business, and many people are now working remotely. So why not live in the mountain paradise you've always dreamed of? The Gunnison Valley in Colorado is that perfect place. Why? Because it's nestled between four spectacular mountain ranges. It has 750 miles of biking and hiking and crested buttes, world-class skiing. And then there's that award-winning school system. It's got it all. Now imagine waking up in your ultimate destination every morning. No traffic, no crowded trails, no more wishing you lived in the mountains. Work where you play 
in Gunnison Valley. To start living your dream, visit icelab.co. That's icelab.co. Welcome back to the Wander Learn podcast. I'm here uh, with Peter and Vaslov, and we are talking about Czechia, the country that is the most beautiful country probably in Europe, and it certainly has one of the most impressive capitals, Prague. A lot of people call it the Czech Republic, but uh, just like you don't call France the French Republic, uh, or you don't call uh, what is the People's Republic of China, you just say China. Uh, well, they're trying to push for a campaign to uh, a long-going campaign of, of several years now of getting people to change the name from the Czech Republic to Czechia. So go ahead, Peter. You had some thoughts on this. Uh, I was trying to explain why we have been pushing for the usage of the short name Czechia in uh, uh, appropriate situations. Uh, and the reason is not only because uh, we think it's uh, kind of a more systematic because we used short country names for um, other countries. But the reason is also uh, about people uh, shortening uh, the formal name, the Czech Republic, in um, their everyday speech into various forms. So uh, naturally, uh, some people do not want to pronounce the long form every time they mention the country, the Czech Republic. So they are shortening it into Czech, into CR, into Czech Rep, and other abbreviations. And ultimately, this leads to many different forms of the country name uh, being used. And at the end, no one really knows what the proper name of the country is. And um, consequently, uh, this, I think, damages the kind of a brand name of the country abroad. So uh, when Václav was talking about Croatia, he was completely right. Uh, but it's not only Croatia, it's all other newly formed countries of Eastern Europe uh, since the 1990s that basically announced to the world their short names and immediately started to use it. Czechia has been the only exception, and I think it's been highly damaging uh, for the kind of a reputation, knowledge of the existence of the country in the world. So everyone knows about Croatia, but uh, when I am talking to people in the US, for example, and they ask me where I am from originally, and I say, I'm from Czechia. They say, what? I never heard of it. So I tried the Czech Republic. And they said, well, never heard of the Czech Republic. Uh, and then they say, do you mean Czechoslovakia? So they all heard of Czechoslovakia. So for me, this is a sign, kind of a poor brand management of the country name. And this kind of confusion abroad about the country name. So no one really knows what the country name is. Funny story, one of my Facebook colleagues, uh, Jakub Horak, which is one of the leading marketing experts in Czechia, and he said it, he tried Czechia in India, and they have no clue. And then they say Czech Republic, and India astonished. Chicken Republic? 
and this was so and <laughs> it's funny probably to understand the mechanism why the short name didn't get registered because UN has been constantly asking Czechia two years give us the short name give us the short name and the Czechs never delivered even if the group of experts defined by the law decided for Chesko, Czechia in all other languages. Just they didn't like the short name, they didn't send the registration letter, so the UN copied the formal name in the column, short name, and here we are in the nice group of countries like United States of America, which doesn't have an official short name. America, it's used, but it's not officially registered. The same is the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. They have the same. The short name and the formal name are the same one, even if we call the country Britain. And their other countries are Dominican Republic and Central African Republic. Those are countries lacking an official registered short name. And there are opposite cases of countries which don't have the formal name. They just don't have a short name like Canada. I didn't know that the United States did not have an official short name. They don't. Which makes sense because I hate the the unofficial short name of the United States. Everybody calls it America, but I just think that's a horrible name. It should be called Yankee or something like that or Gringo, you know, whatever. I don't know, Gringoland because because America to me is the Americas. You know, it includes North and South and Central America. You know, so we're all Americans. But uh, anyway, that's another topic, I suppose. And by the way, another topic, just to, to counter Peter, there is one other Eastern European country that is struggling with its name. It's Macedonia, because the Republic of Macedonia, and then they became Macedonia. But now, recently, they're becoming called North Macedonia. So anyway. However, uh, with North Macedonia, um, there's a one big difference compared to Czechia. So because once they have settled on the name of North Macedonia, everyone started to use it immediately, including, of course, the government of North Macedonia. So it was changed by the, uh, you know, by the institutions of the European Union or switched to North Macedonia by the United Nations. It was changed by the media. Everyone is now using North Macedonia. So it's not really the same situation as with Czechia. And of course, uh, the problem with Czechia is that the Czech politicians and the Czech government who approve the short name Czechia are basically refusing to use it. This is the biggest problem and it is a homegrown problem. Yeah, and one of the biggest against Czechia perpetrators is famous Wikipedia when uh, the world Czechia is basically not allowed to exist and they have even prepared automatic software which is reverting every mention of Czechia to the Czech Republic. So, and Wiki, that's the way Wikipedia is working. The old administrators decide what comes on Wikipedia and not, so they claim Czechia is not commonly used in English language, neither is Iswatini nor North Macedonia. But Czechia cannot exist on Wikipedia and our friend and colleague Vladimir Hirsch, who has written endless of articles about Baroque music, his account was deleted. All his articles has been removed from Wikipedia and Wikimedia Foundation selling those as PDF now to make money. So that's one nice example about how is Wikipedia working. I would love this conversation to become irrelevant in 10 years. Do you think, though, can we solve this problem in less than than in, in about five years? Or do you think we're still too far away from people just doing this? Vlaslav, you're shaking your head. I would, my own guess is another 10 years abroad, another 20 years in Czechia. That's my own 
And I'm an utterly optimistic person. <laughs> Peter, what do you think? Um, I think it will take time. Uh, but at the same time, um, I am convinced that the practicality of the short name uh, will eventually prevail. So it's really about um, old habits, dying hard, um, and about changing attitudes of Czechs. Uh, there are already some politicians who do use it. Uh, for example, uh, the current Minister of Foreign Affairs of Czechia has been using uh, the short name in both Czech and in English. So uh, there are signs that it might change. Also, we are really convinced that uh, the main push will eventually come from uh, the Czech, uh, basically, athletes switching to the short name. And already the Czech basketball announced two, about a month ago or two months ago that it is going to use short name in Czech on its jerseys. So, yeah. wow, um, really? Yeah. So, yeah. once it's going to say Czechia on their jerseys, no, in Czech, but yeah. still, oh, it, they're going to say Chesco, it's going to yeah. say Chesco, but it's a step forward oh. because, along with that, they are supposed to ask the International Basketball Association to use short name Czechia, for example, um, during a TV broadcast when they show uh, the score on the screen, so it won't be Czech rap versus uh, France, but it will be Czechia versus France. So this way, Czech viewers will also encounter the name and gradually become familiar with it. We hope that in a similar way, ice hockey, which is very popular in Czechia, and also soccer will gradually switch to the short name both in Czech and English. And I think this will play a really important role in basically um, increasing the acceptance of the short name in both Czech and especially English. So your predictions, you both are pretty dire. Uh, we're going to be waiting for many more years. I'm, I hope people <laughs> listen to this podcast for many more years to come as we we, sh we share it many times because probably in the year 2030, we're still going to have to be sharing people. No, it's Czechia. It's Czechia. <laughs> we'll all be dead and people will still be listening to this podcast. <laughs> be, and the funny story is that the history is repeating itself. The Czechoslovakia, the name had exactly the same issues. So three years after the state foundation, the leading Czech intellectual has been calling the name ridiculous, political, weed, phonologically wrong. National Geographic called Czechoslovakia an awful name, which is an unfair handicap for the spirited young cult and stuff like this. So history repeating itself. Sad. And, and the, the thing is, we wouldn't care if your country was a shithole country. But because it's such a wonderful country, we want to know the name. Like, imagine if you're a real shithole country, then, you know, I couldn't care. We wouldn't even be talking about this. Nobody would care about your name. But, uh, but because it's such a wonderful country and so many tourists go there, millions and millions of people, it's just a shame that you guys can't, like, we can't as a global society get your name 
down and right. So Czechia it is. Any final thoughts, uh, Peter? One thing I think that is also important and which is different to the situation with Czechoslovakia. Um, with Czechoslovakia, the government basically uh, was using the name from the very start um, in English, uh, in Czech, the short name. Um, so I think this is uh, the problem with Czechia, that the government that actually approved the short name Czechia is refusing to use it. Um, you know, people such as the Czech prime minister and even pretending in the Wall Street Journal this year that he never heard of Czechia um, and asking who came up with this, as he said, stupid idea. And But he was one of the cabinet members who actually approved the short name um, Czechia. So, um, I believe that uh, when these attitudes finally change, um, the kind of transition to Czechia can be really fast. And it can happen, you know, quickly within the matter of a few years. In Switzerland, we have a nice saying, which is called your, your speech in God's ear. So basically, God should listen to what, what you are telling. And I hope it will be like this. And depends a lot on different media, which they should start using it. I'm never quit the fight for it. I work here as a honorary consul of Czechia in Basel. And this is a work for me, which takes me one unpaid day of work a week. And I do this because I love my country. I love to mediate between Switzerland and Czechia. And that's the reason I'm doing it. I will keep on explaining it to every single person which comes to the honorary consulate for getting their legalization of their documents. So we will keep on going. Even, even if the fight is very, very hard, we will keep on going. By the way, I, I had a question about that. So you've had this position as honorary counsel uh, for just a few months now. And how has it been as far as I, I am sure you're evangelizing the name Czechia. Do you find immediate, would you say 80% are resisting you or 80% accepting you? What's the, what's the reaction? You, you know, you never know because you are in the position of power. People need a service from you that they behave. This is it. Yeah. So you never can say what they really mean. And I explain the situation to every person and most of the people nod their heads. Yeah, yeah, maybe I will get used to it. And some of those are even using it and find it logical. So, so the, it's, it's turning in the right direction, I would say. And I am a proud honorary consul of the Czech Republic in the Swiss Confederation. Yes, here the names belongs in the diplomatic protocol. And when I transduce for His Excellency, the ambassador of Swiss Confederation in the Czech Republic, I use those formal names, but only there. There it belongs, not in the daily life. Switzerland is a special case because Switzerland even doesn't state the formal name on their passports. They don't have like, yeah, they have only Switzerland, Switzerland, Schweiz, Switzerland, full stop. There is no Swiss Confederation on the passport. Peter, Václav, thank you guys both, uh, both of you from the uh, Czechia, and uh, we hope that more people will say Czechia uh, because it's, it's, to me, catchy, short, and so much better than the mouthful. And I've been evangelizing this since my book, The Hidden Europe, came out long ago, and uh, there's going to be a 10th anniversary edition coming out next year, and I will definitely uh, pound, that, pound the gavel harder this time. So thank you both. And uh, uh, anywhere, if, if, if people want to find you online uh, quickly, uh, Peter, what's the best place that people can find you at? 
Well, basically, uh, type in my name in uh, in the search engine. I'll put the links in. And Vaslav, I know you're very active on LinkedIn, Vaslav. Uh, yeah. yeah, and LinkedIn updated the location just recently. So, and if you would like to find the activities of the Civic Initiative, you simply you simply go minus Czechia.com. And here you find all other links to all other websites with all information because the Go Czechia website is the website when we compile together all myths and put the truth against the myth so people have it handy in one space. Wonderful. Thank you guys both. Thank you. Thank you. And that concludes this episode of the Wander Learn podcast where we explore travel, technology, and transformation. If you'd like to see the show notes with links to what we talked about, or if you'd like to comment on the show, or if you'd like to ask me a question, then go to wanderlearn.com and click on this episode. If you'd like to connect with me, just remember FTAPON. That's my first initial and my last name. FTAPON is the username I use on all social media. You can also get to my website by going to ftapon.com. And here's one last reason to remember FTAPON. If you like what I do and would like to get rewarded for supporting my projects, then go to patreon.com slash ftapon. That's where you can pick up some remarkable rewards for as little as $2 a month. And now for five quick favors. Number one, subscribe to the Wander Learn podcast. Two, download it. Three, share it. Four, review it somewhere. And five, sign up for my newsletter at wanderlearn.com. Our theme music was composed by Eric Stratman. This is Francis Tapon encouraging you to wander and learn.